So the mood is electric around Blackburn as the Rovers pick up a morale-boosting victory against Rotherham United. Next up, Gillingham, the visitors at Ewood Park. We'll talk about that and more on today's show. That's right, folks, back once again with another match preview. This time up, Gillingham, the visitors to Ewood Park. Back-to-back home matches for Rovers. Can they get back-to-back home victories? Well, let's take a closer look at the match itself. So, Gillingham coming to Ewood Park under new managerial ship. Well, it's actually a caretaker manager. Peter Taylor took over the reins at the weekend. He's an experienced manager. We all know Peter Taylor. I think he was even England caretaker uh, at one stage in his career. Been around a while, bit of a veteran. Not sure if he wants the job full-time. But he did the business midweek against Scunthorpe. And Tom Eaves wasn't even part of that lineup. He's got fourth of the season. Last season, Gillingham ended up finished 20th in the division. Squeaky bum time for them it was when they just managed to stay up above the bottom four. So what can we expect this, te- this season? Well, to be honest with you, I expect them to be there or thereabouts once again this season. Um, they won't be high flyers. Will they get relegated? They could be in the mix because right now they sit 22nd spot. Uh, in amongst a bunch of teams, all with less than 10 points. Doncaster's only got 9, Berry's only got 9, Wimbledon's only got 8, Northampton 8, Gillingham's in there right now, in the drop zone with 7, Oldham with 7, and Plymouth at the foot of the table, 24 spots. So the past record between Rovers and Gillingham is like this. Rovers picking up 5 victories out of 9 games, losing one of them, and drawing 3 of them. But the last few games... At Ewood Park, bit of all over the place, bit of, bit, bit of a check in history against Gillingham. Last time out, these two sides met at Ewood Park. Rovers were on the back of a defeat. The time these two sides met was all the way back in 2000, when both Blackburn Rovers and Gillingham were in the, uh, the second tier of English football. Gillingham coming away with a 2-1 victory. Before that, back in 1980, one day before my birthday in August, Blackburn Rovers picked up a draw against Gillingham in the League Cup. And then you have to stretch all the way back to uh, March 1980 for the last victory Rovers pulled off against Gillingham at Ewood Park, winning 3-1 in the old Division 3. Here's how I think Rovers will line up. Not many changes. I think you've got you to play with that side because it was such an impressive performance for Rovers. However, I do throw in one change. Raya remains in goal. Nyimbi will come in for Caddis. Hopefully he was on the bench, didn't get any game time, but perhaps give Caddis a break, maybe see what Nyimbi's all about. Downing, Mulgrew, Williams, Bradley Dack, Evans, Smallwood, Bennett, Samuel and Antwonson. Reason for this, you know, yep, Chapman made such a cracking cameo as he's been doing the past two or three, four games coming off the bench. And I feel that's a, a, a great asset to have. You know, this side, uh, you know, on the graphic right now, I feel it's good enough to, to get a result. And if, you know, it comes to a point where we need something extra, it's it's like the old Gunny, old Gunner Solskjaer of Manchester United olden days, having a, such a quality, decent weapon to come off the bench. I feel Chapman will get his chance to start. Um, but for this time out, I still feel he'll, he'll be more, he'll be a decent weapon coming off the bench. 
As for Gillingham, this is how I feel they'll line up. Again, I'm not an expert on uh, the opposition side, but I feel this is how they will start. Holly, O'Neill, Lacey, Sakwani, Nugent, Ogilvy, Hersenthaler, Irma, Byrne, Claire, and List. Um, excuse any bad pronunciations on my part. Um, There's probably the first or second time that I've been saying those names, so correct me if I'm wrong. Just uh, a little shout out to Gillingham fans. Is that Hassenthaler in the middle of your mid midfield? Any relation to Gillingham Ledge, Andy Hassenthaler? I believe he might be uh, uh, his son, um, but I cannot confirm that. Uh, but it's, uh, it's good to see traditional names in the lineup. Let's take a look at some stats now. Blackburn Rovers, no change in the top scorers. Well, there's a little bit of a change in the middle of the park. Dominic Samuel still leads the pack with four goals. Mulgrew there with three goals. Antonsen adds one to his tally, making it three goals for him. Smallwood's still there on two. Evans picked up a yellow against Rotherham. He's now on four yellow cards. Bennett three, Williams two, Dak two. And still, most importantly, and happy to see no red cards. This is the, the form table going into this game. Rovers uh, obviously on the back of that 2-0 uh, victory against Rotherham. Before that, picking up a point away at Shrewsbury. Then there's that sloppy defeat against uh, AFC Wimbledon. However, a game after, our uh, again, sloppy performance, but a crucial three points against Scumthorpe. And then all the way back to September 9th, where we picked up three points, three goals at Rotherham. As for Gillingham. Eves, like I mentioned earlier, top top of the pack, four goals. Parker's got two, Claire's got one. Eves also got five yellow cards, so I believe that's why he missed out in the last game. So he'll probably feature for Gillingham. Burns also got their four goal, uh, four yellows. Irma's got two yellows. Ogilvy also two yellows. Also in that mix, I've read three red cards for Gillingham this season. Martin Eves and Wilkinson. So I don't know, to be honest with you, if if Eves will be back, he might even be on a, a multiple game ban. Uh, anyway, these are the last five results for Gillingham. They picked up that point. Could be a crucial point for them against Scunthorpe United uh, midweek. Before that, they were on the back of a 3-0 spanking by Rochdale. Before that, though, they picked up a, a morale-boosting victory against Charlton Athletic. Uh, they also picked up a point against Wimbledon away from home. And also a 3-0 defeat against Oxford. So what's been happening on social media? To be honest with you, it's pretty... Uh, the turnaround time between the review show and the preview show is very slim. So getting much feedback from fans is pretty minimal. Jonathan Gregson said, What a great win and a very good, important three points. Only bad part was the ref. What a knob. And to be fair, we should have been 3-0 or three nil up or more in the first half. If we took the chances a lot better, a positive game last night and the best first-time squad Let's get three points on Saturday against Gillingham. Make sure you all make a lot of noise. Wish we could be there, but sadly working. Up the blues. Ben Agamaya says, When was the last time we argued over our best front line? Say what you want about Tony Mowbray, but he has built a decent squad in no time at all. John Brooker says, In my opinion, we should start both Dak and Chapman on Saturday. I'm on the, I'm on the fence on that one. I don't think we should be throwing... All our attacking weapons at once. If if we do and we go one or two nil behind, I don't like the option of bringing on uh, more defensive or less creative players such as Whittingham or Gladwin. Who else? Tomlinson. You know, I'd rather have an ace in the pack still tucked behind my sleeve just in case the the shit does hit the fan. 
Anyway, Karam Karabara, this season is a marathon, not a sprint. We still have a game in hand. As long as we keep picking up points, we'll keep climbing whilst those around us must make mistakes and fall. Can't afford any silly losses like Doncaster or Wimbledon whatsoever if we are going to stay within touching distance of Shrewsbury. But give that, we have some local away days coming up. Hopefully we can sell out and fans can get behind the lads to be that 12th man. Uh, I think Karam is saying that there is, despite the morale boosting victory, there's still those uh, those haters out there who are, you know, slamming Rovers for not being higher. Um, but I am 100% behind Karam here. It is a marathon. It's 46 games in a season. We're not even we're not even a quarter into the season. Uh, we're we're I think we're in a good position to strike. Hopefully after this game. We could get the uh, the three points and maybe squeak into the the top six before the international break, but um, yeah, I'll, 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 obviously I'll take a you know I definitely want to win, you know as I do always, uh, but I'm hoping that results go our way and we can go into the international break with uh, with a, a positive looking League One table. Finally, Joe Light Brown said, "Glad Mowbray realised what everyone has been saying since Rochdale. Play Downing, two games, no goals conceded, and six points." Morgan needs to shape himself, though. He has got much class, but been bang average, if not worse, this season. Dak has also underperformed this season for what he's capable of, and Chapman is, well, a star man. Uh, yeah, most of the, your points, Joe, I'm, I'm, I'm behind. Uh, I feel Mogu does need to shape up a little bit. He is very sloppy sometimes, um, but he's a leader. He is a quality player. Um, that's why he's in the Scotland squad. Same goes with Corey Evans. You know, these are two... Uh, international players and, and they're in the squads for a reason. Um, yes, I, in my dream scenario, I wouldn't be playing Mulgrew at, at centre back. I would have someone else in there and I put put Mulgrew somewhere else on the pitch. He needs to be on the pitch, but finding his spot, I see it more of a like a sweeper, a sweeper uh, um, role for Mulgrew. He's he doesn't make too many forward runs for the most part. He's calm and collective when he has the ball. He seems to be the last man um, at the back. Uh, obviously comes forward for set pieces, corners, free kicks, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, he, he's we just we need him in the team somewhere. He is our leader. Um, but apart from that, he's not the greatest centre back in the world. So over the years, a number of players have played for both Blackburn Rovers and Gillingham. I'm going to give you a couple right here, right now. I'm going to save a few for the return leg when we head down to their gaff. Um, if you want the full comprehensive list, might as well head over to my website. Details in the description below as a full long list of all the players stretching from way back when to the present day. Anyway, let's kick it off with this guy. Amini Linganzi. Wasn't really a first team regular for Rovers, but he did chalk up a few appearances for Gillingham. Another one, Simeon Jackson. Didn't really, also didn't really uh, set the place on fire at Ewood Park, but he was a bit of a mean machine for Gillingham, scoring quite a few goals. Finally, Jason Brown. Between the sticks, never really got a first team run for Rovers. But he might have played a few games for Gillingham. Moving forward, Caster Cat has been up to her tricks once again, predicting the next Blackburn Rovers game. What does she think will happen between Rovers and Gillingham? That's pretty much all I've got for you for today. 
Uh, while, you, while I've got your attention, head over to my YouTube channel. Check out my FIFA 95 hack series. I've done the Gillingham game. Now, when I say the FIFA 95 hack series, I've taken the old classic FIFA 95 console game and I've tweaked it and edited it and brought it up to the present day with Gillingham squads and the current Blackburn players because uh, both of those never existed. Well, Blackburn did exist in the game, but I've brought the, the, the teams up to speed with League One um, teams. So it's it's never been done before. Might as well check that out. And while you're over there, make sure you give me a thumbs up for this video and subscribe to my channel. I'm trying to creep and crawl my way to 500 subscribers, edging closer by the day. Are you going to be the one to push me right over the edge? But yes, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes if you want to check me out on the go. Well, that's all I've got for you. Hoping we can go into the international break with another three points against Gillingham. Um, we do have a checker trade game coming up. Uh, afterwards, I think is the following Tuesday. Um, obviously, you know, I expect Mowbray to play a different side, a, a, a sort of weakened side or a fringe players. Um, and yes, just to confirm, the Blackpool game has been postponed. So that game will be rearranged for a later date, just like the Fleetwood game. But uh, hopefully back-to-back -back wins for Rovers, perhaps. And then another three points. Maybe squeeze into the top six before the international break. Anyway, th thanks for watching. Tune in again. Thumbs up, subscribe. Ciao for now. watching please like and subscribe new videos posted every week feel free to check out some of my other work